0: Welcome to Common Sense Leadership Podcast with your host, Dr. L.D. Bennett. Common Sense Leadership is an influencer podcast that will make you think, laugh, and act. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to subscribe and tell a friend to also listen and subscribe. Now, let's join our host, Dr. L.D. Bennett.
1: Happy Friday, everyone. I am super stoked uh, to be coming to you today. I'm excited because we're in the holiday spirit. We're in the holiday season and I'm excited about this time of year. I wanted to take the opportunity to, first of all, thank you uh, for giving us such a fabulous year. You have followed us, you have subscribed, you have told others to subscribe. I see people, I'm at meetings, I'm at conferences, and folks say, hey, LD, I caught this, I caught this episode, I really enjoyed this one, and I really appreciate that, and we'll continue to do that, and even more uh, in the new year, 2022. What I wanted to do today was really kind of set you up for what's going to happen over the next few weeks, over the holiday. Uh, We're going to be on a slight little holiday break. And so what you'll be hearing and what you'll be viewing, uh, you will be hearing and viewing previous interviews, really those interviews that I've handpicked to, to really rewind for you, uh, so, so that you can be inspired and informed over the holiday. So as we approach this time this holiday season i love this time of year i'd like to remind you of just a few things just a few things first of all i wanted to to let you know how much uh, i appreciate you and how much i know uh you are appreciating each other doing this during this time and i think it's so important uh that we as individuals as families that we reach out and and say thank you and stop. I, I was at the post office uh, earlier today, and uh, a general. I was I was pulling in the parking lot, and the gentleman said, "We go in," and he said, "He said, man, he said you were really driving that car. He said I love it the way you backed in there." I said, "You know what?" I said, "I really enjoy what I do," and just that just that friendly exchange. And as, as I was leaving and then he was leaving, happy holidays to you. He said, happy holidays to you too. Enjoy them. And you know, guys, that this is a time when I think people become a little extra generous, a little extra special in terms of being friendly. I'm going to ask you to turn yours up, dial it up just a little bit more. I think it's really important for us to reach out to others, especially... Uh, in this time and in this season. Hopefully it will continue, but definitely during this time. So that's number one. Second thing I'd like for you to do, I'd like to remind you to enjoy your loved ones. Just enjoy them, just no matter what's going on, just enjoy them. Find the time and the space to do that. Do whatever is possible to reduce the stress. I know, I know it's not gonna be gone forever. All the stress will not go uh, just because it's the holidays, but try to reduce the stress. Dial it back just a little bit. I know that you know when you're preparing the meal, you're making sure everything is right. Dial it back. Ask for help if you need to, because this is a time that we we should be cherishing the moments that we have with our loved ones and that we have with friends and family. In the last two years, we've experienced a lot of change. All of us have. Uh, we've experienced a lot of change in some of us, some of our families have experienced really deep change. And so I'd like for you to, in this time, just with all of that, taking all that into consideration, just think about all the things that we currently have, all the great things that are happening in our life. Are they perfect? Nah, nah, no way, not even close. But at least I I am happy that things are as well as they are. I love the fact that we can still laugh about things. We can still find joy in the simple things. That's what I'd like for you to do. It's amazing uh, to see how much love and how much concern we have for each other. The generosity that flows from us. This entire month, uh, we're continuing our our theme from November where we uh, we talked about resilience and the role of gratitude. Same thing this month resilience and the role of gratitude. We're bouncing back, we're coming back, and we're being grateful throughout that process. Very appreciative of the process. And so over the next few weeks, I have a couple of calls to action for you guys. Just a couple of things that I'd like for you to keep in mind. This is what I want you to do. These are, I think it's like four calls to action. Number one, focus on self-care. Focus on self-care. You know how when you're flying, And they go through all of the emergency instructions one of the things that they say that everybody knows is put your oxygen mask on first and guys as we begin to 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 filter in with family and friends and other loved ones we really do need to take a moment to take a step back and remember to take some self-care take a break uh you know just take a break sleep late uh eat all the things that we probably shouldn't be eating but take a break and really focus in on what is best for you. Sometimes sometimes just a, uh, just a moment or two of decompression, just sitting and listening and being quiet is very important. That, so that's number one, enjoy, and really focus on that self-care. Number two, what I'd like for you to do, is so I'd like for you to enjoy the moments. Enjoy the moment. Sometimes we, we're just moving so fast, we're at warp speed sometimes, moving from one thing to another, from one meeting to another, one phone call, one virtual session to another. And for our young people in class one week and next day we're out, just really taking a time to enjoy the moments. Whatever they are, how imperfect they might be, enjoy the moment. Number three, Number three is to slow down. I have to say that to myself a lot and say, okay, LD, slow down. And I will say to you, slow down. I'll say it in slow motion, slow down and just be. Slow down and just be. Take a breath, go for a walk, sleep late, eat all the things that you enjoy, the things that you love, and then repeat. All right, take a breath, go for a walk, sleep late, eat what you like, eat what you love, and then repeat. And then the last thing, tis the season to be jolly. I'm going to ask you to, to just remind yourself, you know, I've got a lot to be thankful for. We've got a lot to be grateful for, so I will find joy and I will be jolly over the holidays. What you'll find with us, with our podcast, we will take a little holiday break. You'll still be able to hear the podcast and we'll be able to see it on Vimeo. But one of the things I want you to do is just just binge watch us or binge listen uh, to the podcast. What we'll do is we'll select some really poignant, really on point, really on time uh, interviews for you to enjoy. There'll be rewinds for you to enjoy over the holiday. And so we are hoping that you'll tune in and you'll listen while you're taking a break, while you're taking a breath, that you'll binge watch us, you know, as you're doing some other binge watching. Binge watch or binge listen to Common Sense Leadership Influencer Podcast. It has been a true blessing for me to do this podcast. It is truly a passion project. It feeds my soul. This podcast feeds my soul. And I hope, and I hope, hope, hope that it's doing something for you. I got a, an email from a colleague uh, earlier in the week and she said, I saw the podcast. I heard the one about Ruth and Naomi and it really spoke to me. So guys, we're gonna ask you to do that. And we to be sharing some others uh, that you'll find very inspiring and also very informative. Enjoy your family, enjoy the holiday, enjoy the time off. This is a great time. I'm wishing nothing but the absolute best for you and your family that you will all have a happy, blessed and safe holiday. We'll see you in 2022. You'll see us every week, but you'll see us in 2022 with fresh and new, exciting interviews with exciting and phenomenal people. Thank you for being so kind and thank you for being a part of this for the for the year of 2021 and for the month of December. And as I close, I'm wishing you and your family a blessed, happy and safe holiday to all of my friends and listeners out there. Happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas, Feliz Navidad, and happy holidays. See you next year, everybody.
0: Oh, it is my joy
1: to be with you. How are you doing, Diane? I am doing well, I am doing well. I wanna jump right in. Uh, but guys, before I have her tell her leadership story, I wanna tell a little story about her. So when I first got to Milwaukee, I'm doing fine. Doing, so I go to, go to their church, Holy Redeemer, which I love. Uh, my bishop at that time said, go to this church. So I went there and the first time I got there, they just embraced me. And you know you're in when you go to the family house for dinner after church. And let me tell you, they put on a spread. And so I went and Val just, just welcomed me to her home. And that's the way the Daniels are. And so I wanted her to be on, to not only tell you about her business interests, but also some of her passions and what drives her. So Val, if you would, would you share your leadership journey? Well, absolutely. And first of all, thank you for doing
0: this for so many people because it is so sorely needed. And it's just amazing how we don't even realize uh, the level of connectivity that we need in order to be able to navigate through this season. So, you know, my journey is a, a ball of a whole lot of stuff, uh, but it's all good and exciting. And I'm grateful for the journey that the Lord has given to me. And for many of you that may not know exactly all the dynamics of my life, just understand, Diane knows this. Wherever I fit in, I get in. So uh, it's all good. But I, I started my journey uh, after college uh, working in financial industry. Uh, managing banks and and working for MGIC Investment Corporation and just enjoying the financial platform. And I decided that I wanted to launch a a business initiative and started in franchising and began to grow my franchise base and uh, added multiple brands in multiple states and just continue to expand upon the platform of growth. Um, And then I had the opportunity to uh, reach out and become an individual that also could support other businesses uh, as they navigated through starting their companies and their organizations. So it's been a great journey. The Lord has been faithful to me. Um, So I took a moment several years back, wrote a book about how I started my career and the passion that it took in order for me to do what I needed to do and stay uh, true to the task because it's one thing to start, It's another thing to stay true to the task and continue and finish and try to get to another point and another level. So as you can imagine, uh, being in franchising uh, back when I started in 1982, uh, I won't tell many people that. But it almost 40 years ago doesn't seem that long ago. um, But uh, starting there, there were no. female African-American women, per se, in that industry. It was a dominated um, field by white males. Uh, Still to this day, it is, to be honest with you. Uh, So not only that you have a very limited amount of uh, females, if any, uh, and you had none really at what we could considered a global broad level, and you didn't have any African-American females. really navigating through that that, that that time. So you go into corporate uh, meetings and things of that nature, and they assume you're coming in there to uh, you know serve them. And uh, you sit down at the table and everybody's looking around the room wondering, what are you doing around this table? So we got through all of that. But to, to be honest with you, for me, even to get into franchising took a two to three year journey because um, people don't take your Uh, business serious, like you take it serious. And they just think they can just kind of brisk you off and move on, but not me. And I share this story in the book that I wrote, Your Business is His Business. It's Where Destiny Takes You. That's uh, a book I authored about how I got started in business. And uh, you got to read the book. I'm not going to tell you the whole story, but uh, I had to uh, pull a gun uh on uh, a group of hunters in order to get their attention but i got their attention now and that was the key thing and after i got their attention i i don't think i've looked back since that day uh but it is a great story it is a true story uh one of diligence one of commitment one that i share with young entrepreneurs and i love uh, engaging with young entrepreneurs because i see them coming in all excited all energetic they think they smart they got all the answers they don't know life's getting ready to beat their tail and they got to be able to understand how to stand up when they're getting whooped down and so i challenge and, and push and motivate them uh try to help them to understand you are an influencer you can dictate and change things but you got to be in a position to do it and you have to deliver it with excellence so the journey of my life is called it's kind of multi uh, multitask, uh, multifaceted. Uh, the uh lord has blessed me i'm i sit now uh in a position where i can really now offer intergenerational transfer history knowledge and experience to other uh up-and-coming entrepreneurs
1: Wow. Wow, Val, that is fabulous. And I love that you shared that. But a couple of things I do want to remind the audience that Val did not tell you is that, I think it was, and correct me if I'm wrong, Val, it was during the Obama administration, uh, your company, your holdings, you were the largest black employer in the country. And today you are, I think, in the top three or four largest black employers in the country. That's not easy at all, yeah, we, because as we're we, dealing we with people, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> as you're ta- as you're dealing with all these people, not only you talked about some of the challenges that you face, just breaking into that. Can you share with us just a little bit more around some of the challenges that you face, even just employ- being an employer?
0: <laughs> and I got to tell you, uh, I've all I've never been afraid to employ in our neighborhood. And in, in the environment that I've operated in, there have been a lot of operators that absolutely would not want to employ individuals within our neighborhoods because they didn't know how to communicate properly with them, uh, or they don't know how to embrace the lifestyle and, and the environments that some people come from. Some people are coming from very challenging backgrounds, and all they need is a little love, a hand up, and somebody to believe in them. and. That's one of the things. Hopefully, I pride myself in Diane, is having the ability to embrace others and to allow them to see their potential and their growth. This is a true story. There's a young man, and um, he was with his. He lived with his mom, and he had several brothers and sisters, and it was a single parent home, and they did not have wherewithal to to really uh, make it from day to day. And this young man, we hired him in the restaurant and he was working very hard. He was uh, asking for hours all the time. And I kept saying, why is he asking for so many hours? But he was really trying to assist his mother in taking care of his brothers and sisters. And um, he would work day and night. And one day I came in to the restaurant and there there were cheeseburger wrappers all in the freezer. And I said, wow, okay. Somebody's in here eating cheeseburgers. Let's find out what's going on. Y'all know if y'all eat the profit, I can't give you what you eat. And so we we had a good time. And so I went around the restaurant. I says, okay, somebody tell me what's going on. Is somebody hungry? Let's deal with your hunger if you're hungry. But he had so much pride that he did not want to admit what was going on. And I said, you, you guys know we can't have any stealing in the restaurant. I said, you know, if you need something, let me know and I'll help you. And so the day went on, the day went on. And uh, I said, I need to know who's, you know, um, not, holding up the standard here at the restaurant and no one would, would rat on him. And so that evening he came to me and he said to me, he said, Mrs. Carter, he says, I'm the one that was in the freezer eating the cheeseburgers. He said, I was so hungry. And he said, I just needed to get some energy and I apologize. He says, but I'll try to repay you for what I ate. He says, well, please don't fire me. And I looked at him and I said, you know what? I would never fire you for being hungry. I said, always remember that communication and relationship is important. And if you tell somebody where you are, they can help you to navigate and get to where you need to be. He says, I'm working so hard to try to help my mother take care of my sisters and my brothers. And he, he says, you just don't understand. I said, you'd be amazed what I may understand. Don't ever assume a person doesn't understand what you're going through. And so I, I looked at him and I said, you know what? It's eventually you're gonna pay me for those hamburgers. I said, I'm, I would never fire you. I'll always make sure you have something to eat i said but more than more importantly i want you to know that what you're doing to support your family to me is just huge and so to that young man worked believe it or not worked for me for over 37 years And we had a phenomenal relationship. He ended up running one of my highest volume restaurants. He ended up really navigating and being able not only to get married and have children and take care of his family and things of that nature. So you never know, even at the infancy of life, how you're seeding into somebody's destiny. And so to me, when I look back over my life, Diane, and I see the stories of individuals that I've worked with and and what they've been able to accomplish over life, that is what gives me the greatest
1: level of joy I could ever have. Oh, now, see, I'm drawn in. I'm drawn in. You got me. You hooked me. (laughs) What I was going to ask you, uh, or at least uh, have you to talk a little bit more about uh, about is you talk a little bit about you know this guy coming up in your company but you also work with young people that are in your franchises get an education. Some people don't even have their GED and there's a, there's an initiative that you and Bishop Daniels have going to help mobilize people to lift them up and to empower them. So uh, I'm going to segue into asking you, we kind of know you're passionate just a little bit about what you're doing, (laughs) but will you say just a little bit more about your passions? Not only do you have passions for your business and the things that you're doing through your business, but talk about some of your other life passions. Well, You know, I I do, our our church is very committed to
0: education as many of you know, or may not know but we have multiple schools on campus and I support each and every one of those initiatives. In addition to that, um, a a few, several years back uh, I built a school in Africa uh, for um, orphans that parents had died from AIDS. And so uh, that school houses about 750 kids and uh, we continue to support the initiatives of that school. And most recently, we are now engaged in a T-Lab program with an organization in Michigan, where our goal is to educate several thousand uh, youngsters in Kenya, Africa. Over the last four years, um, I have assisted in developing and growing and mentoring and seeding into 905 women Uh, in business in Africa, all kinds of businesses. So for years, I've developed a program that they follow. And once they graduate from that program, then we see capital into their business. And it's really been there to teach them to expand not only their ability to to grow and, and have wherewithal, but for them to share. So it was a a woman build a woman. So after 18 months and they're doing well, then they reach back and grab another woman to get started in business. So we've been able to now uh, have over 900 women start in that, economic program to develop and grow their business. So the linchpin now is into education. We have three orphanages in Africa that we support, and we have some phenomenally talented students over there. And so we're networking with US teachers on on the US side with them, and we're going to educate these young people and give them all the tools that they need in order to be successful because education is so close and so dear to my heart. So when you see some of the initiatives that I'm doing, the funding for those initiatives, it's coming really from my heart to really be able to seed back into life. And uh, I, I'm enjoying it, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm having a good time. Uh, Bishop is, is you know, just a phenomenal educator himself. He started educating kids uh, before we even built our church, we built the school. So that's uh, kind of the path that we've taken as it relates to education. And it is so near and dear to us.
1: Uh, thank you, Val. And you know what you did was you really showed the interconnectivity of entrepreneurship and being a successful uh, businesswoman and connecting that to giving back. And so many times people look at, I wanna be an entrepreneur, I wanna have my own business to make a lot of money or to get a car or to this or to that. What you've shown us is how having that business and also having a destiny and a purpose in mind allows us to connect to things greater. So I wanna ask you two questions and then I'm gonna let you go because I know you're running a massive empire. Okay, if you would give us two calls to action, a call to action that you would give to individuals And then after that, I'm going to ask you to give us a call to action for organizations, whatever that organization might be. So if you would, a call to action for individuals and then one for organizations. Well, my call to action for individuals is really quite simple.
0: Define who you are very clearly, execute against it. And don't uh, allow anyone to allow you to be moved from what you know God has destined for you. Be relentless about it. Drive, move forward, be an influencer, be a change agent, and then allow yourself to embrace others. So that call to action for me is really very, very defined. Call to actions for organizations. That we're living in a, a period of time we've never experienced before. Businesses like never before have uh, challenges and and they're adjusting and readjusting day upon day. You think you're gonna wake up and, and the plan's gonna be uh, one way today and it ends up being something totally different. Understand that you have the power to win. And, and I gotta tell you that because every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. I do have a podcast called Power to Win. And that past deals with motivating and encouraging people to stay ta- on task, to stay focused, to, you know, and, and self-motivation is not easy. A lot of times people say, well, just motivate yourself. You know, and they, they, they want you to just just be encouraged. It's easy to say be encouraged, but somebody has got to help me be encouraged, you know? And so understanding how to keep yourself up and how to keep yourself positive and and pumped and and sometimes you even have to sit back and just breathe and sigh and then you have to tell yourself get up girl go move make it happen and you got to slap yourself and sometimes you have to do crazy things so my 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 challenge uh, uh, to businesses would be make sure you are very clear on what you need in order to continue to survive and the relationships that you need. You said something that's real important. People don't realize this money can be here today. It'll be gone tomorrow. But relationships are everlasting and connectivity is everlasting and building and growing and developing one another is something that's so critically important for survival. And so we want to live just beyond today. We want to live in the future and we want to live in the destiny that God has for us. And then probably in closing, I got to make sure I let you guys know I got my new book out. It's from Pandemic to Promise. I, I got to show um, you guys that even during this pandemic, I've allowed myself to challenge individuals to understand the need to know that the promise is coming and that we're not stuck you know, in a place where we won't be a uh, survivor. We will survive.
1: You know what? I was going to plug your stuff anyway, so <laughs> thank you so so much, Val. I'm gonna I'm gonna allow you a parting word uh, after I give this plug for you, but I want to have you to give the last word. But guys, I want to thank you for joining us today. And I tell you, when I selected the theme for this month, this is Black History Month, and when I selected the theme, making history is our ancestors' legacy this woman is what we're talking about making history not necessarily looking back to try and think about what used to happen there are positive things going on right now today there are people changing our communities all around us uh you will have information on our website about those both of her books and a link to her podcast so that you can log in, can check in with her and you can get that motivation that she's sharing. As you can tell, she's got a lot of energy around what she's talking about because she's very passionate about it. One other tidbit I want to share with you, when you talk about making history, we just saw the first woman of color and the first woman and woman of color elected and inaugurated as our Vice President Kamala Harris. That was monumental for all women and all people of color. But I also wanted to make note that Dr. Valerie Daniels Carter is also a member of the board of directors for the Green Bay Packers. Our condolences go out to them. You know that. (laughs) But she's also, she did not say it, but she's also a minority owner of the Milwaukee Bucks basketball team. And so when you think about where you can go, never feel like you are limited because you are a woman or because you are black always look at where you want to go. Dr. Carter has brought us along her journey, the twists and the turns. She has remained anchored in her faith. And I love it when women of faith are comfortable and confident enough in their faith to tell you. I'm a woman of faith and this is what I'm doing. And I love that about her. So I wanted to make sure that you were aware of that. There'll be more about her on our website. We'll have both of her books, a link to her website, and we'll also put a link to her staff. So if you wanna shoot her a note, she loves getting notes and responding to that. So we'll make sure that that's available. So Val, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being on our program today. And before we end, I want you to give uh, some parting words and you can even talk about your brother. I know you said a little bit about it, but you. talk about your brother whom I love. So if you would give us some parting (laughs) words, please. (laughs) Thank you, uh, Dr. Bennett. You are a phenomenal woman of the Lord.
0: And it has been my joy to share with you all on today. I have a brother who is just amazing to me. His name is Bishop Sedgwick Daniels and he has given his heart uh, to the Church of God in Christ. And he is working to uh, extend the, uh, hist- the the historical preservation of the Church of God in Christ, the sp- level of spirituality that comes with believers that really trust God. And so he is in the process of running for general board, as many of you may know, and and beyond. And we want to support him and do everything that we can. But Diane, I, I, in closing, I will respond when individuals ask because I want to make sure that people have access to the answers, at least that I can give them, um, within you know my sphere of influence and knowledge because that's important to me. I had nobody there giving me some of the directions that I'm trying to give young entrepreneurs and I'm trying to give business leaders and ministry leaders. So therefore, we do have a responsibility. The legacy is not just to lie dormant. We have to take the mantle and run with it, the sacrifice that our uh, ancestors have made in order for us to have access to the things that we have today. It is a responsibility that we have to ensure that it continues. And my job, is to make sure I can do what I can to let the legacy live on and that we continue. So uh, happy Black History Month and everyday Black History Day to you. And thank you for empowering people and sharing and giving us a great word.
1: Thank you so much, Val. I tell you, I am just, just in awe of everything that you shared. And I know that our listeners and our viewers will be as well. Thanks for tuning in and for supporting me. I don't take your support for granted. I am both grateful and humbled. Join us next week for another episode. And remember to subscribe and ask others to subscribe. Go to our website at commonsenseleadership.org for more detail. Thank you and have a great day. This podcast and omni-channel experience is brought to you by the Walter Cates Foundation the entertainment and telecommunication industry's leading national foundation dedicated to advocacy around diversity, equity, and inclusion. And we are proud to have them as our signature partner. We are very grateful for their generosity and for their support. To learn more, visit WalterCates.org.
0: Thank you for joining Common Sense Leadership Podcast with your host, Dr. L.D. Bennett. Visit our website, commonsenseleadership.org for more details.
1: See you next week.